Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friend, Steve here. LRC. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On today's episode, Bound for Glory's coming up tonight. That's right. We've got our predictions. We've got uh, the Go Home episode of Impact Television to review. So we're going to be doing that. Speaking of Bound for Glory, we're going to be doing our live watch along of that along with SmackDown. Tonight we'll have all our TV screens up doing predictions on one, probably reacting to, to different things on the other one. It's going to be it's like be that like, John C. Riley gif. Yeah, last. I was going to say the Steve Brule. Yeah, the Steve Brule gif. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Can somebody clip that and gif it, please, of Larson doing that because that's hilarious. Uh, so anyways, we're going to be doing that tonight. Should be a lot of fun, of course, tomorrow night. Extreme rules at 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, Speaking of extreme rules, our unofficial extreme rules predictions are up right now at Friendo Club TV. Uh, I mean, I think by and large we'll probably adhere to those, but you know, based on the flow of the show, based on how the scores are, are kind of shaken out post Bound for Glory, uh, someone might roll the dice, take a chance. Who knows? Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. No. It, it's it, honestly there. There's a couple matches on there that you, me, and Enforce are all we're all doing the hem and haw on it. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Do I go? You know. Do I go with the flow? Do I go with like okay? What is Larson saying? Oh, do I go with that or do I? Mm, I don't know. So do I play defense or offense? Um. So yeah. Uh, predictions are up right now at Friendo Club. We also have a TikTok now. I put up our second TikTok today. Oh. Over it's it's at the TikTok at the Friendo Club I think is the name of the thing. So if y'all are been on TikTok and you're looking for some, I edit together you know a little minute long clips or whatever. Uh, so uh, so check that out. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's just sort of clips from the show. And then I might do a thing where like I talk about the the predictions, like put up mm. a little thing of our predictions on there too. I don't know. I'm still learning how to do the damn thing. Yeah, also. I don't know anything about TikTok. Tomorrow. Right after our watch along, we're not doing a recap. We're going to save our recap till like Monday or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but tomorrow, because tomorrow, right after Extreme Rules, like during Extreme Rules, basically mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. Pacific, at 7 p.m. Pacific here in Sacramento, uh, at the Action Coast Wrestling Arena there at the Vita Del Oro Center in Sacramento, you can get tickets on Eventbrite right now. Action Coast Wrestling. 
Action Coast Wrestling. This is the most important event in our lives. Like pff, marriage, nothing. Children, nothing. Owning a wrestling promotion? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a huge deal. Kind of a huge kind deal. Kind of a massive deal. Resting in a way from Joe to Soul. Yeah, huge deal. And uh, and it's all on the line. In the main event, we're going to be rushing from the Extreme Rules watch along over there. Busting down them doors, we'll pan our tickets because you know we're still paying. Yeah, pan, yeah. I mean, we haven't owned the company yet. We can't get in free gratis yet. Right, we don't own the thing yet, but we've been assured that it's it's in the bag. Alpha Zoe yesterday on the Twitter said it's in the bag. Got it in the bag, right? So we're gonna go and sign those papers tomorrow after the good guys beat Team Scumbag, Team Magnum Zoe Flacco Loco beat. Yeah. Team to soul. Uh, yeah. So that's going down tomorrow. So if you guys want to be there, if you guys want to witness history in person, yes, yes. and you know, maybe deal. get an autograph from me and Larson if you want that. Which I'll have a pen. He has a pen with four different colors on it. Come down to Action Coast Wrestling Event Bright. Get your tickets there. Come on. Choose choose which color I write my name. And then afterwards, assuming uh, Team Good Guys win. We'll own the company. We're going to do a media scrum immediately afterwards. Well, I mean, we got to hope there's someone there that's going to be like ask questions, though. Anybody going to be there to ask questions? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So we got a lot to talk about today on the show. So let's talk about it. Uh, We've got uh, the the Vince documentary gets its own air date. There's another WWE release. Uh, Soraya, her wrestling status is now apparently confirmed with AEW. And then uh, we got another AW talent. Oh, the people aren't too happy with him. But first, so, dude, it's been forever, seemingly now. It's been over a month. It's been over a month. Brawl Out happened backstage after the media scrum at All Out. And in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer reported that, quote, we've been hearing a decent amount about the investigation behind Brawl Out over the past week, largely that threatened legal action has stalled everything, and nobody has been let go yet, including a steal. There is no time frame for anyone to return at this point. Meltzer added on the Wrestling Observer message boards that, quote, one person has threatened legal action and has been uncooperative. So the elite Kenny Omega, CM Punk, they all exist in a state of legal limbo. Well, a steal, too. <coughs> I was talking about people who I want to, or who, who have been on my TV on a regular basis. All right. They're all in a state of limbo, including, yeah, the, the dude who likes to bite people, pay, allegedly. Allegedly. People threatening legal action. I got to make sure I throw my allegedly's in there, Larson. Yeah. They're all in a state of limbo. They're like in the phantom zone there, man. Yeah. Because like somebody. Zod and, and Ursa and Nan. Somebody's being uncooperative and they're threatening legal action. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> Wowie wow. Hmm. This isn't this isn't shocking. It be because here's the thing. There's a lot of money on the table here, uh, regardless of who we're talking about. If we're talking about the elite punk, well not Ace, I don't know how much Ace Steel's getting paid. He's not getting paid nearly as yeah, much. Yeah, he's as a them. producer, so he's definitely not getting paid anywhere near what the elite or punk is. Right. But lot of money on the table. I mean, I, I don't know exactly how much that contract was CM Punk signed, but I imagine it's probably massive in the tens of thousands of dollars. No, I imagine it's probably in the millions of dollars. Um, and when that much money is on the table, plus, plus 
whatever future income and I let, let's just let's just sort of focus on punk for a second here mm. whatever future income he might have been expecting he, he ain't going to WWE no. you know uh uh beyond this I mean I don't know if he's if 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 he's making the case or if he wanted to make the case you guys have kind of ruined because of your shenanigans uh my situation potential in the future yes there might uh, I could I could see a lawyer maybe trying to make that case now whether or not you know the court of Steve would be like oh yeah that's a good point well I would uh, think they would need to have some evidence that if if the crux of the case is uh the the the, the leaked rumors about the whole Colt Cabana stuff then you would think that Phil and his legal team would need to have some evidence that the the young bucks and Kenny were responsible for those leaks. Well, you know, regardless of what it is, I I, I agree, I, and I don't know if if, to, you, if 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 the idea is that. Well, I mean, if it's just the idea is that we don't know who's threatening re- legal action. We don't know. Well, instead of getting into specifics, I could see a case being generally made about some sort of hostile work environment. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. oh, these are the EVPs. They're trying to storm. So I could see that being made. I don't know what kind of case necessarily would be made on the elite if if it's the elite. I, I don't know, but I, I think that it's possible that that they could. I don't I just don't know. You know what I mean? I just yeah, I, I could either. see I could see somebody in Punk's position given what we know about what happened and, and he was the focal point of everything. I could see it being him and there being a case there, yeah, which yeah. is why I could see it being him. From the elite standpoint, I'm I not sure what their case yeah. would be or what gripe they would have. So I, I can't really, I can't really, it's, it's difficult to speculate. And I think we've, that. we've discussed it on the show in the past about, a, a you know, a, a, something along those lines where, where punk would potentially file suit because mm-hmm. these rumors about mm-hmm. him, uh, potentially costing Colt his job in AEW, uh, painted him at a bad light in his estimation led to this. And therefore he can't make money in the wrestling industry. Um, you know, I, I, again, I don't know what kind of legal basis, uh, yeah, right. that would stand on and what kind of evidence he would need to prove his case. Yeah. But as you said, that's something, you know, uh, that that I would be surprised to cross somebody's mind if they thought, well, I signed this massive contract. I'm about to lose my job. And if he mm-hmm. thinks they're the reason why this all happened in the first place, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, oh, you didn't do enough to stop it. You didn't enough, do enough to, you know, protect my image. Um, yeah. I could see a case being made there. Um, on, like I said, on the other side with the elite could be them. I don't know. Nobody knows. Um, but, uh, but I, I'm, I'm sort of, I don't really know what their case would be or what their complaint, um, would Mm -hmm. be necessarily unless it was like, Hey, you know, we had our, we had, you know, uh, the, the top lawyer in AEW with us and we've been off TV now for a month, but that could be the thing. Threatening legal action be stalling that even further. Yeah. I I mean, there is, there is a, a, a impartial. Uh, witnessed the entire thing yeah yet we've been off tv for a month and and potentially i don't know what what you know their 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 pay is outside of you know whether it's downside and then merch and stuff because i would imagine they're losing out on merch money not being on tv and selling merch yeah selling merch yeah, shows right. i don't even know if they're selling their merch at shows right now because yeah. they're suspended yeah i have no idea so I have no idea don't know um so uh yeah i don't know i i don't know how long this can last i mean we saw the last thing anything close to a legal impasse was between Tony Khan or AEW and MJF. You know, a much different situation. Yes. Simply about, hey, I, I think I'm worth more than you're paying me. 
I understand my contract situation, but I'm not going to come back until, you know, we figure that out. And then they figured it out. So who knows? This can't go on forever. You wouldn't think so. <laughs> you wouldn't think so. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe we'll. I mean, if, uh, if, if there is some lawsuit filed and things are tied up in court for a while and AEW, Tony Khan's stance is, I can't have anybody involved in this on TV until everything is settled. Could be a while, huh? It could be a while. It yeah. could be a while. And, yeah. you know, courts, court proceedings take a while to proceed. Mm -hmm. um, and if there is some sort of lawsuit, I guess in theory, I don't know about in practice, but in theory, we it could be a while before we see anybody, Punk, Young Bucks, Kenny on TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which would be I a mean, shame. I'm sure AEW's philosophy is we want to get this and that's probably Quietly why they're taking so much time with their taken care of. Yeah, you would just quickly take care of, and I'm sure that's yeah. part of the reason they're doing such a thorough investigation is to cover all their bases. Should you know some sort of suit be filed, mm -hmm. or you know maybe part of this investigation is negotiating with the various parties about how they're going to handle it. I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, let's continue on with uh, uh, AW disgruntled talent. Uh, in this week's Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer offered up some details about AW talent being angry with Andrade El Idolo following his brawl with Sammy Guevara prior to this Wednesday's Dynamite, stating, quote, privately, some of the key talent is even more upset with Andrade than would be otherwise because of the timing of this happening, Andrade being fully aware of it and how this made the company look to the public. The problem is that it made AEW look like out of control chaos at a time so shortly after the uh, CM Punk, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega situation that the company didn't speak publicly about and uh, all disappeared. Um, yeah, that's sort of, you know, man. If you take some pride in where you work and you're like, hey, man, we got to get this place into shape and have a good perception and and, and be a place where, uh, you know, talent who might be, you know, on the fence. Do I resign with WWE? Do I enter free agency, et cetera, et cetera? You know, we want to be a destination location for people 
for yep. other talent. And we want this place to have a good reputation and, and positive morale. Yeah, I could see how they'd be upset about this. Yeah, then they look and uh, 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 talk to people and they find out it's like the thoroughfare in Deadwood, you know? Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. law, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, no law in Deadwood. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we spoke about this throughout the week about how especially after two relatively, well, especially the brawl out one, a very high profile uh, case of violence breaking out backstage uh, between AEW talents. Uh, it's just not, it's not that there's ever a good time to get into a fight with your, your coworker, but this is especially bad time for that to happen in AEW because it seems like by all accounts, they had that locker room meeting after brawl out. By all accounts, things seem to be moving in a better direction. Mm-hmm. And then this happened. Mm-hmm. And I imagine for people who are, are, are locker room leaders, if you will, in AEW, this could be a bit demoralizing. Yeah. You know, I imagine maybe even for Tony Khan, who maybe has spoken to people as well, saying, hey, keep your dirty laundry off social media, handle it backstage. This could be a bit demoralizing. Um, but, you know, I guess this is the rest. I mean, I watched Tales from the Territories. The first episode last night. Back then, this type of stuff just seemed to happen all the time. Oh yeah, eyes were coming out and everything. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah it is. But you know, it's it's again back then. It's it's such a different era. Oh yeah, and it's like yeah, this stuff. You know, Meltzer was was chatting up some fans, usually those with like twelve followers or so. Um, you know, shooting back at them about oh, this makes them look terrible, and yeah, it does. It it, it it's not a great look. And yeah, it's happened in a number of other you know places across the the decades. It's happened quite a bit, um, but it is a little bit different. There's so much money these days at stake, you know, and these huge TV deals, and they're going to be up mm-hmm. for another one soon. And you just and and it's just things are different now. Like there's there's it's not about duffel bags with drugs and guns and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it's it's yeah. a different it's a different environment from what we yeah. understand from what everybody has talked about. Yes. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, I can understand why they'd be upset with that. And uh, oh, definitely, definitely. And yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, if if I'm WWE and I'm looking at this, I'm not sure. I'm waiting for Andrade to get released so that I can bring him into my company because I don't know. Like ever since Triple H took over, we've kind of heard and Stephanie and Nikon, we've heard nothing but sort of good things backstage about WWE. You know, in general, anyways. And that's a, a big difference between what we used to hear. You have a quizzical look on your face. What's up? Well, uh, Brew Crew Bomber here says, in Sean Ross Sapp's report, management specifically told Andrade that they wouldn't fire him if he started a fight. From a that doesn't sound... I don't remember Yeah, really I don't remember seeing... Can you link us to that, Brew Crew Bomber? Yeah, do you have like the actual quote from the fight yeah. report? Because um, I, I, have, I have yet to see that, so... Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Um... So, uh, anyways, it'll be interesting to see again how that all uh, turns out. Got some better news for a new AEW talent, yes. Soraya, formerly known as Paige in the WWE. Uh, she was throwing hands on screen in a scripted manner with Britt yes. Baker on Dynamite yes. this Wednesday, yes. uh, which is totally good and, ab- and above board and, uh, and, and entertaining. But that fueled speculation, of course, that she's been cleared by AEW. In the latest newsletter, Meltzer states, Soraya was officially cleared by Dr. Michael Sampson of AEW. She looks to be feuding with Britt Baker. They got into it. It was short. You couldn't really tell how Soraya looked after so many years not wrestling. So, you know, man, 
uh, I always, I, I'm always concerned about the health of the talent, man. Because yes, I, I first I and foremost, highly of these people, else, yeah, and I want them to be safe and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully, you know, they they checked her her neck over a million trillion different times in different ways. And, uh, and everything's all good. Yeah, Larson, what's up? Um, there's some other uh, people here in chat that are saying that uh, Meltzer was the one who mentioned. Um, yeah, Bruker Bumper says it was Meltzer that uh, that made that claim that management told Andrade that he wouldn't be fired if he started a fight. Meltzer made that claim. Not Sean Ross. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you'd, why you'd even say that. Hey, don't fight, but if you do, you won't be fired. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, they also heard that Andrade was told he wouldn't be fired in the event of a fight, which we haven't confirmed ourselves talking about Sean Rossap. Bruku Brahma, thank you very much for, for yes, clarifying Yes, thanks for clarifying that. that. Yeah, I had not um, seen that before. So if, if, if it was said by somebody, I'll make sure it was sourced correctly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to file that one under – I'll need some more – yeah, exactly. That. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, because what's the point in issuing the warning if you say, hey, don't fight, but if you do, don't worry about it, you know? Under what context would that be said anyways? I know. I'm going I'm going to come to Dynamite and beat him up, yes? And they're like, uh, no, now, you shouldn't can you do not that, do that? Are you going to fire me? Well, no. If you start a fight, no, we're not going to fire you. Okay, good, making sure. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I don't know, you know, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll file that one under... <laughs> Wait and see. Okay. Yeah, see, there's more information. That, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, was Meltzer's source uh, uh, Bondrade? <laughs> <laughs> his, his good friend, La Bombra? <laughs> I don't know about all that, man. Uh, so yeah. anyways, uh, Soraya wrestling, man. That That's cool for her. Again, you know, hopefully uh, hopefully everything's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, that her, her, her neck. Uh, is in a good enough shape where uh, it can handle. I mean, I, I would be really surprised if it was a sort of full-time schedule at this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, they'll bring her back in, have her do a few matches to see how things go. And then, you know, if, if it seems like her neck could hold up more at that point. But yeah, I mean, first and foremost is the health and well-being of the, of the wrestlers. Um, and we don't want to see anybody get hurt, especially when it has to do with anything with, the, with neck or spine issues. Yeah, right. No, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about this. this. is a bummer. Favorite of ours. Ring of Honor legend, Nigel McGuinness, also WWE commentator, doing work for UK before it was shuttered, and then uh, level up on NXT. Uh, after the news yesterday, WWE was shaken up. Their broadcasting teams for Raw, SmackDown, NXT. PW Insider reports WWE has parted ways with Nigel McGuinness. What a drag. I really enjoyed his work, and I wish it was on a, a larger stage than Level Up and He's an exceptional, exceptional commentator. Mm-hmm. He's so no, absolutely. good. Yeah, he, he is, is so really good. good. And it's, it's, you know, maybe it's, 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 it's one of those situations, too, where it's kind of uh, tied to whatever the fate is of NXT UK and NXT Europe. You know, we, we've talked about why they release so many people. Mm-hmm. in UK. Uh, and, you know, I guess the speculation that we had was essentially, well, maybe they're letting people go so they can go work while they try to figure out what NXT Europe is. And then once that's in place and ready to go, then they can contact people about whether they want to come back or not, essentially. Kind of what happened with Ring of Honor when mm-hmm. they shut down and then Tony Cod bought them. Um, uh, maybe it's something similar with Nigel. 
but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's it, to a degree, it's surprising how you'd have someone who's so talented that you could use in some capacity, I would think, and not utilize him because he is so good. He would yeah, be awesome on Raw. He'd be awesome on SmackDown. He's been awesome on every show he's been on. Yeah. With the exception of Booker T., I would have rather Nigel be on any of the like like take any of the other guys out and put Nigel in, you know. And I'm not that's not you know I'm not talking shit about the other guys. Nigel was that good. I mm-hmm. would put him up there with like the top guys that I want to see. Like you take Corey Graves out, put Nigel in. I'll be. I happy mean, him about and that, Michael you know? Cole were awesome together. I know. Yeah, awesome together. Yeah, and yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully, it'll, it'll land someplace where we can we can hear his voice and his commentary, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, if if they're looking for a, a third member of the Ring of Honor commentary team with Caprice and Ian, Tony Khan should give Nigel a call. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about this. Uh, we had heard reports about Vice working on their own Vince McMahon documentary. Now it has it. It's an, it's an air date. According to Dave Meltzer, the two-hour doc entitled The Nine Lives of Vince McMahon will air on Vice on October 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, I'll be watching that. He's like a cat man. (laughs) Sorry, that was stupid. Sexy cat, Vince McMahon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Always at him now. (laughs) <laughs> oh man let's talk about bound for glory man yeah let's do that so we got we had our go home episode of impact last night before we get to how about with that, that fucking contract signing sequence masha slamovich is so fucking awesome she's only like 24 years old dude yeah that's crazy she debuted just in 2016 that's crazy uh, she's so good and that bit where she's she talked you know in the russian mm-hmm. and then jordan was like what does that mean Mosh is going to kill you. <laughs> that was so fucking cool. That, that was. was so cool. That was cool. That was yeah. cool. Uh, let's get into our predictions here before we get into the breakdown of the show. I'm sure we'll talk about some things here. Uh, first match I got here is this Call Your Shot gauntlet match. There's 20 uh, people in it so far. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 15 names have been announced. Mm-hmm. PCO, Rich Swan, uh, Giselle Shaw, Heath, uh, Bupinder. You got Bob Fish in this, uh, oh. Macklin, Moose, Callahan, Johnny Swinger, Killer Kelly, Tasha Steele, Savannah Evans, Joe Hendry, and Eric Young are the announced competitors so far. That would leave five names. Joe Steve, who you got winning this Call Your Shot Battle Royal? Or Man, Gauntlet, I boiled sorry. it down. It's, I boiled it down to two people. Uh-huh. Uh, there's two scenarios I see playing out. One is too similar to last year, and that would be Eric Young. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's got the, the all the violence guys running around. Yeah, I think it'd be weird to see him get eliminated. Like because they've built, they're building him up into something really sinister, and I'm really fucking digging it. Mm-hmm. And and I could see, I could see, I'll put it this way, I could see him leaving uh, uh, Bound for Glory as champion the same way Moose did last year. Now that might be too much. Like what they did last year, so I got yeah. another option as well. well Josh Alexander already feuded with Eric Young earlier in his. That, title that's race. the other thing. You're you're absolutely right. That's the other thing. He already did that. Um. So I. So it could be that he'll win and then he'll wait around for that because mm-hmm. this is a new iteration. Yeah. Um. Of with with the violent stuff and all the the yellow hoodies. The other option would be Killer Kelly. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I understand that you got Tasha Steeles, and I don't know if Savannah's in it, but Savannah's yeah. going to be around. Yeah, Savannah. Savannah's listed on, uh, here on Wikipedia. So Okay. Um, but, and I know that they could continue this feud, but they're sort of in a pickle right now where you've got two people who are dominant, Masha and Killer Kelly. I mean, you also had Jordan Grace, but you got Masha and Killer Kelly. Masha's got a title match tonight, and if Killer Kelly wins this, then they could do the same, the Josh Alexander thing with her, where Masha goes through like a killer match with Jordan. Masha's super over right now. Mm-hmm. Killer Kelly comes in and cashes in at the end, and she pulls the moose from last year. That's a possibility as well. So I got I to gotta sort of sort it out in my head. Like, Eric Young, I don't know who's going to eliminate him. He's got all these yellow hoodies to help him out. I mean, here's a possibility. This is a gauntlet match, so I would assume, I would assume it's one on one, and standard rules would apply. So DQs would apply. You know, if it's more a show of force for violent by design, and have all the all the all the uh, uh, people in in yellow well, hoodies. Well, it's a come gauntlet, out. but it's also an over the top rope thing. Oh, all it's right. a, it's an yeah, it's an over the top rope thing. You didn't watch the rules video yesterday. <laughs> I, it was it was kind of on, and I was probably doing something else. I barely paid attention to the rules, but you know I do much. remember that much. All right, it so starts off with two that. people. Every couple minutes, more people come in, and, and then the get... last two have a standard one-on-one bout. It was mine? Oh, it was okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That I got it. So right now, who are you saying? EY? Or are you going with Killer Kelly? Fuck if I know. <laughs> well, give me a right name. Now. You can change it later. I got. I know. I know. I know. Uh, uh, I'll say Killer Kelly with one. All right. So here's my here's my idea for who's going to win this and how I'll play into the main event. Yeah. So right now I got PCO winning this with one confidence point. Yes. And he's going to win, and oh, he's thinking, whoa. I'm going to cash in the main event not after it's over, but during the match." Yeah. Maybe he won't even successfully do it, but he'll entertain the idea, and that's going to be that's going to drive Ed Edwards so insane oh, that Josh no. Edwards is, or that Josh Alexander is going to beat him. Oh, I love it! That's a great idea. That's a really cool idea. I like that a lot. Um, the problem is PCO loves to fly off stuff, <laughs> so yeah, if anybody's going to go over the. But yeah, I know. I think I think that's a terrific idea. They've been obviously building up the Ed Edwards PCO stuff. Another thing last night also, we'll talk about this more in our predictions, I guess, but like the whole thing where uh, Alicia Edwards was, mm. uh, was you know, appealing to, Ju- to Ed Edwards. Well, essentially gave him an ultimatum. I know. And I'm like, okay, well, is that ultimatum going to include her screwing over Josh Alexander? Josh Alexander's wife, I think, used to be a wrestler as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's all going to play out. We'll talk about that more uh, here yeah. coming up. But first. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. After that, we've got Mia Yim versus Mickey James. I got Mickey James with six confidence points. I She's got not Mickey gonna... with seven. Because what is she calling it? The last rodeo? Yeah. So if she loses, she, she's, she's not saying she'll retire, but they're saying her career's over. So yeah, I got Mickey kinda, with seven. She's not, yeah. she's not losing. Yeah. She's not losing. We've got Vexed, the team of Deanna Perrazzo and Chelsea Green versus Taya and Jessica. 
I got Ty and Jessica getting those titles back with three confidence points. I'm so this four. I feel like one. the build on, on, uh, of this one has been very one sided in that it's been focused almost exclusively on Ty and Jessica and Rose. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Like we hadn't seen Vexed in, in a couple weeks until last night's episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I will probably change in advance of the show at, because I'm going to think about it some more. But right now, I'm saying Vexed retains. Mm hmm. Um, because I feel like there's probably more story they could get out of this Taya, Jessica, Rosemary thing um, until either they split up or or there's a, a title victory. Uh, last year at Bound for Glory, the inspiration defeated Havoc and Rosemary, mm. uh, who came in as champions. Um, they do, I mean, this is Bound for Glory. It's their big thing. Yeah. They tend to do title changes. Well, I guess not. Josh Alexander. Yeah, yeah. They tend to do title changes more often than not. I mean, you had one, two, three, uh, four title changes last time out of yeah. nine I don't think matches. I have any. <laughs> now that I look at it, I don't have any. So if that's the case, I might very well change this one. So uh, next up. Uh, we've got uh, the honor. Well, no also, more. I didn't put on here because I'm sure we're just, we're starting at five. There's a kickoff show match. It's Brian Myers defending that uh, digital media he's, title. He's losing that title. Yeah, I, I don't know who he's losing that title. But he's losing <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. There's your title change for the day. <laughs> uh, there's and there. You know, it's there was somebody I was thinking of that isn't signed that would be perfect for Impact that has a strong social media presence, and I can't figure out who. I don't remember who uh, it was. I don't remember who I was thinking the other. I was like. Oh, they're gonna bring that guy in. Oh, I'm gonna look like a genius. Now I can't remember who it was. Should have written it down. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah, so he's gonna lose that to whoever's gonna show up. Yep. Uh speaking of title bouts, we got one for the tag titles. Honor No More the Champs taking on Motor City Machine Guns. Uh Alex Shelley beat Matt Taven on Impact last night. Therefore, Honor No More retains. I got four confidence points on that happening. Copy and paste. Good buddy. Uh, next, another title bout for the X Division title. Mike Bailey, Speedball, taking on Frankie Kazarian. Uh, again, no title change. Uh, speedball, five confidence points. I got only five. Wow, I got Bailey with all. I got Bailey with seven. Uh, wow. This is going to be the one rare occasion when uh, an AEW wrestler loses to anybody outside of AEW. The only thing I'm thinking is they might go with the idea that Bailey has been doing too much too soon so he's got like nine title defenses and what two yeah, months right. or whatever yeah 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 and yeah. so sort of like the darby allen story when he was tnt champ mm -hmm. he just did too much mm -hmm. that's the, i mean i think he's gonna win but that's the reason i kind of tempered my oh sure yeah. my confidence point value uh next for the knockouts uh championship jordan grace champion versus masha slamovich steve who do you got i know what the go home math tells us i've got masha with two She's undefeated. Jordan's already got a ton of titles under her belt, so it really doesn't hurt her much to take this loss to Masha. Um, I don't even. I. I mean, I could go back and look at some of the go home math for like previous pay per views. I think Impact's kind of willy nilly about. Yeah, stuff. I don't think that's going to uh, inform you much of anything. Yeah, um, but uh, but no, I I I got Masha here with two confidence points. I could see it going either way. I mean, the only other thing I can't lower this to one because I, then yeah, I take away my call my shot. Match, I know. Yeah, I'm going to lose that for sure. 
Uh, so I got I got Masha with two. It might change between now and and five p.m. or whatever. But yeah, yeah. All right, now I got Jordan with two. Part of it is the go home math, but part of it is also what she said in her promo before she signed the deal, mm. uh, which is essentially Masha's had a lot of success early, and she hasn't learned how to deal with defeat. Loss, she yeah. hasn't learned from losing. She's had all wins, no learns. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and for someone who's just starting out in Impact, maybe. It, they're gonna. What would be really cool is if the knockouts title match happens early in the show. Masha loses, puts herself in the Collier Shot Gauntlet, and then wins that. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be. Yeah, awesome. That's how you deal with a loss. <laughs> exactly. Well, like immediately. Yeah. Oh, I lost. Bang! This is how I come back from that. Yeah. If you really want to tell that Jordan story, backstage. that'd be a cool way to do it. <laughs> she finds Jordan backstage. Match now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. So I got again. A lot of this just depends on where it lands on the card too. Yeah. Right. I got right now. I got Jordan Grace with two. All right, there you go. And then you got your main event: Josh Alexander versus Yeah, 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 Ed Edwards, uh-huh. Steve. Who you I got? got Josh Alexander with five, but it's not the typical Josh Alexander with seven. It's not Josh with all, because I think that I don't know that this feud. <laughs> so I know this feud is only like two months old. It feels like it's six months old. I know. <laughs> They've because really there's been so much talking, and I think that sort of gives it a level of importance. But I also it wouldn't shock me at all if like the uh, the Collier shot entered in this as well. Wouldn't shock me if Alicia Edwards entered in this. You still have all of Honor No More. They've been talking endlessly about having all those titles. It wouldn't shock me if they're like, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have Josh Alexander chase it chase the title again. Um, and you know, it, it'll be similar to what happened last year, or they won't even involve the call your gauntlet guy. I don't know. Or choose your shot, whatever. <laughs> choose your shot. Call your shot. So I don't, wouldn't shock me if it was Ed Edwards, but I got Josh with five, which is still a pretty strong statement right there. <laughs> yeah. I got Josh with six. Ed Edwards already pinned uh, Josh Alexander two weeks ago at victory road. He's not pinning him again. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah, not going to happen. Right. If Alicia Edwards gets involved, it's going to it's going to be the cost Ed Edwards this match. Going to have oh, Alicia no. and PCO uh, both out there. The cost Ed Edwards this match. Josh Alexander's totally winning. There you go. Uh, so there you go. There's our bound for glory predictions. Uh, we're going to be watching that live tonight. We're going to be doing the Steve Rule gift though, because SmackDown's going to be. I think a lot of going stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff's going on at SmackDown tonight too. We're going to talk about. Well, then that there's also Rampage Battle of the Belts tonight too. I'm watching that shit. <laughs> I'll watch it on Sunday. <laughs> uh, yeah, Battle of the Bell starts at what eleven? Yeah. Oh my god. I know it's a lot. That, is that does that Pacifico? That that's our time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's because it's live. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my I god. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Well, but if we get the East Coast feed, it'll be eight o'clock our time. Right is Bound for Glory is probably. Oh yeah. Well, up. that's what I meant. Like yeah, live. Oh, yeah. It's uh yeah yeah. That's yeah. what I meant. Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, Impact last night. I thought it was a pretty solid go home. Uh, we had there was, I mean, there was a lot of recap. There was a lot of like video packages, yeah, especially in the first half of it. There was a lot of recaps. Yeah, uh, it kicked off with Kenny King versus Frankie Kazarian. I I didn't realize I I did a little research. Kenny King's been wrestling for a fucking long time. Mm-hmm. He was in the mm-hmm. two thousand two or two thousand five. Uh, tough enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't really yeah, know he, much about the guy because I haven't really paid much attention to his career. Yeah. No, he's a ring of honor. He, I mean, he's obviously an impact for a spell because he was a three-time mm-hmm. X Division champ. He's a ring of yeah, honor. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
He was on The Bachelorette, too. Oh, that? Oh, I think I did know that. I think I did know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But he lost here to, to Frankie Kazarian. Yeah. Tapped out to the chicken wing. Mm-hmm. Cross-face Frank, chicken wing. So Frankie uh, goes in strong against momentum. Bailey. He's got momentum. the momentum heading into Bailey. He's got the Bailey. momentum. And then we got a video package uh, about the Kazarian. Mike Bailey match. Tail of the tape at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got a Mike Bailey. Oh, sorry, no. Then we got a, a, a video package for the world title bout between uh, Josh Alexander and Ed Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Mike Bailey video package. A lot of video packages. Yeah. Then we had a, an actual match. Giselle Shaw versus Mia Yim. Mia Yim's looking to get what? Momentum. Momentum heading into Bound for Glory. Uh, and uh, Mickey James joined commentary to watch this match go down. It was a good match, uh, too. Yeah, no, it was a really good match. Mia Yim got the win with Eat Defeat, and uh, and then uh, Mickey got in the ring, and then her and Mia Yim started talking some shit to each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then they got the Call Your Shot gauntlet video package, which I apparently only paid attention to the end of. Uh, well, apparently you only missed the one part about throwing over the top rope because I neglected to know that there was like, to, you know, you, but look, a regular together we the get end. the whole thing. That's just how it works with us, man. Yep. <laughs> Got that right. <laughs> we fill in each other pretty well. <laughs> exactly. And then there's a, a Killer Kelly video package. So it's all, you know, in line with what they've been doing, the red light voiceover. And then towards the end, Tasha and Savannah run in and attack her. Yeah. Which I thought was a nice kind of twist on things. It's kind of like you're putting together this little short film, yeah, and then they attack you, but then you still take the effort to edit it together. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. And then Tasha says that that she wants her revenge, and so she's gonna be in the Call Your Shot Gauntlet match too. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we have uh, Brian Myers walking backstage, and he's just uh, he's you know he's he's looking for on the lookout for new opponents for his uh, digital media title. He walks up to Singh and Shara, says, you guys have 24 hours to decide which one of you challenges for my title. And then one of Eric Young's guys comes through. Security takes him away. He's like, oh, it's not going to be him. He's like, violence, violence. No, my it's name your is home. violence. Oh, I'm going to murder you in your home. Uh, and then uh, Brian Myers walks up to Delirious, and he's like, no, it is house. No, in real life. <laughs> no, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> he, and then he walks up to a gal he thinks is uh, Taurus's agent. And uh, he says, you know, Taurus is going to be embarrassed by the most professional wrestler. Yeah. Or Mantar. He thought it was Mantar's agent. And he said, uh, don't mess. I'll, don't point your horns at me or something like that. Just ask Black Taurus. Something uh, like that. It was yeah. something weird. Uh, then we got a Jordan Grace Masha video package. Then we had Moose versus Steve Macklin. Sammy Callahan. This was like impact match of the year maybe because this shit was so fucking funny with callahan just trolling Mm -hmm. as special guest ref this was amazing yeah it was a lot of fun um like you know uh, he was he was kind of not exactly fulfilling his referee duties wasn't doing the five count in the corner i think he quit counting a, a, a count out 10 count i don't know like at three he was just trying to make the crowd laugh he was. Like they'd, they'd be on the outside brawling, and then he'd stick his head out and go like, are you okay? Yeah. At one and point, Moose does something and goes, good job. <laughs> good job. 
<laughs> so uh, towards the finish, Moose hits the spear on Macklin, and so Sammy yeah. gets down to count the pin and then stops and then picks yeah. up Moose and hits him with a cactus driver. And then he picks yeah. up Cutler, hits him with a cactus driver, and then puts Macklin on top of Moose. He counts that pin, so Macklin wins. Yeah, and then he starts thumbs upping, thumbs downing everybody. Thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> and then he raises Macklin's hand. Good job, Steve yeah. Macklin. Yeah. Throws it down. <laughs> but when he, when he stopped counting the pin after Moose hit the spear, he gets up and does this. <laughs> he does the thumbs up, thumbs down thing. Oh, he's so mad. He's got that fucked up eye to him. Like, oh, how are I you going to be in this call your shot? Your I don't eyes, think he's but... going to be in it very long, man. <laughs> I don't think so either. Oh, this was great. Was I love funny. Sammy Callahan. Um, and then we're backstage, and, I th- and there's two gut check winners and one runner-up. I know one of them's name was Shogun. I don't Shogun I did... because he kept on referring to himself yeah. as Shogun. Yeah, I don't know what, who the other two guys' names know. were. Shogun Anyways, was hilarious, though. They're arguing about who's going to uh, go and ask Scott Moore for the final spot in the Call Your Shot gauntlet. Uh, and then one of the dudes says to Shogun, rock, paper, scissors. Uh, Shogun agrees. Then he loses. So the other dude's about to go into Scott Demore's office. Joe Hendry walks out saying, I just got the last shot and the uh, last spot in the last uh, call your shot gauntlet. And then I believe in Joe Hendry uh, sing along and Suze. They all start clapping their hands and they don't know why. I believe in Joe Hendry. Joe Hendry. After that, we had the Swingerellas versus Taya and Jessica. I like that this isn't even well oh yeah it is it's Ty is it it's Ty and Jessica going into the match right it's not ha- it's not Rosemary mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. okay yeah so a tune up match trying to get that momentum they got the momentum pretty easily here uh as they pick up the win vexed watches backstage uh Ty hits a sliding german suplex and Jessica falls with uh what is she, I forget what she calls that driver but she hits it for the for It the was win. the oh it's something cool it's like it was cool like name, s- some some play on the Rikishi driver yeah, I forget what it is. Like sick Kishi driver or something like that. Is that That's what it was? Cool. I don't know. Uh, it was something after, like that. I don't recall exactly, yeah. but it was something along those lines. Yeah. After that, we had a vexed, a vexed interview, uh, and Chelsea's like, you know, we beat Rosemary and Ty is so bad at emergence that they had to repackage to whatever this is. And Deanna says Jessica might be feeling sick, but I'm feeling ill because whatever that is is repulsive. And this apparently isn't the first time they, uh, we've broken up people's friendships. That's why they tend to call us bullies. And Chelsea says, not only going to walk out of Bound for Glorious Tag Champs, we're going to leave every person in there vexed. 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 Vexed, vexed bitch. Uh, then we got Matt Taven taking on Alex Shelley. Throw him up. Throw him up. Uh, this is overbooked towards the end, as you'd expect from an honor no more bout. Yeah, man. So uh, Shelly's looking for shell shock. Maria's on the apron to distract the ref. So then Mike Bennett gets in the ring and hits Shelly in the back. Uh, Shelly then ends up pushing him out of the ring. Taven rolls him up. Shelly kicks out. Uh, Taven's looking for the climax. Shelly escapes that, hits the shell shock to get the win. Motor City. No momentum. <laughs> uh, after that, uh, it shows uh, earlier this week. Uh, Josh Alexander appeared on outside outside the ropes, not to be confused with inside the ropes, outside the ropes. Outside the uh, ropes. Uh, and uh, Josh is like, I mean, it's just, uh, what's his name? Hannafin's little talk show with an impact. And he says, you know what? Bound for glory, we find out who the true heart and soul of impact is. And then he's like, okay, Josh, thanks. The show wraps up. 
Eddie barges in like he tends to do at Edwards. He gets in Josh's face. But then Alicia steps in. Josh likes my name's Bennett. And Eddie asks, well, whose side are you on? <laughs> she says, I'm on your side, but this is too much, man. We got like Bill stacking up at home. You know, like I, I'm doing the kids myself. You know, I got to get them ready every day and, and figure out their lunches and stuff. And you're over here hanging out with Taven and Bennett and all them. And she's like, either this ends or or this ends. The marriage ends. Yeah. He's like, go to your home. <laughs> in real life. <laughs> oh, in real life. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> uh, so then we got our main event segment, the Jordan Grace Masha contract signing. Uh, as Steve mentions, this was really good stuff. So first, Masha is going to sign the deal. And Scott Tamar says, got anything to say, go ahead. And she puts the mic up and then puts it down and just signs passes the contract along and then Jordan says well I got something to say uh, she says I truly respect you Masha you came to impact kick the door in and defeated everyone and worked your way to the top uh, she says I know you want this title as much as I did when I was in your position but you know what I'm nowhere near ready to give it up yes you're undefeated but I'm a two time knockouts champ a former knockout tag champ and I uh, the first ever digital media championship or champion, sorry, those three titles made me the first ever Triple Crown knockout impact history. So while you may be undefeated, all that means is that you haven't had the opportunity to learn from losing. And that's a hard lesson to learn, but a bound for glory. I'm going to be the one to teach it to you. So then Jordan gets her pen out, signs the deal. And Scott's like, all right, we're all done here. Have a good night, everybody. And then Masha's like, hold on. She grabs the mic yeah. and then says something in, in, in Russian. And then Jordan's like, well, what, is, what does that mean? And then Masha says, it means Masha's going to kill you. And then yeah. she flips the table over. Uh, Jordan makes a bit of a comeback, puts Masha on the top ropes looking for a muscle buster. Masha escapes that, hits Jordan with a back fist, and then puts Jordan through the table with a snowplow, picks up the knockouts title, puts a foot on Jordan's chest, and holds that title up. Yeah, it was really, really strong stuff. The entire time when Jordan was talking, Masha just had this look on this nonplussed look on her face, like, mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to rip you from limb to limb. In your house, real life. <laughs> All right, man. Hold on. It's time for a SmackDown preview. I got to call up Paul. Hold All right. All right. Here we go. Hello. All right, Triple H, time for a SmackDown preview. Uh, do you want me to take which care one of this? Is which, which one is this? It's Larson. This is Larson. All right, because I can I can never tell you guys apart. I don't want the beard. Yeah, I'm not going to remember that. All right, no, first up, look, man, I've had this in the in the bag for weeks now. I've got this long-term plan situation. We've got Survivor Series coming up. Very exciting. Extreme rules. Crowd Royal. I love that you guys refer to it as Crowd Royal. It makes me laugh, but I can't say that in front of the Saudis. All right, so listen, first up, Roman Reigns comes face-to-face -face with Logan Paul in the season premiere of SmackDown. Does that get you excited, Larson? Not terribly, no, but, you know, maybe it'll make for good television. You think Steve is excited about this? Yeah, Logan Paul is Steve's favorite wrestler. Oh, man, he's phenomenal. He's an influencer global. Next up, Sheamus to challenge Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship on the season premiere of SmackDown. Are you so excited go, for this, Larson? Yeah, it should Don't be really interrupt. fun. But we're not going to have a, 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 a decisive winner here, are we? Isn't this already a much better card than anything the Enforcer could put together? I don't know why I have to bring Enforcer into this. We're talking about SmackDown tonight. That guy's trash. In Spanish, his name would be Basura. 
Yeah, I know what trash is in, in Spanish. Thank you. It's basura. Yeah, get I know. it because he's trash. Yeah, I get it. So what else is on the cart? Oh man, who do you think is going to win the Sheamus versus Gunther match? I don't think there's going to be a. Well, I mean, it might be a DQ finish, but uh, I don't think we're going to. Wrong. We don't do that crap anymore. That's a dad thing, not a Triple H thing, not a Paul thing. Definitive finish. All right, Gunther wins then because Sheamus isn't going to win the Intercontinental Title on SmackDown. I love Walter. He's great. He is too bad. Dad gave him a crap name. All right, moving on. Last on my preview. I'm just going to give you a little taste. A little taste of this entertainers. Ricochet looks for payback on Solo Sokoa. Guess who's going to win that match? Oh, that's going to be Solo Sokoa game. Yeah. I'll give you spoiler alert. Solo Sokoa is going to win this match. All right. Ricochet's All right. got lots of cool flippy moves and stuff, but there's not a lot going on otherwise. So is, is, is that it for SmackDown? Anything else? Any, any, anything else? Oh, there's, it's jam-packed, but I can't. I could can just give you a little taste. This is a preview. I'm not going to give you the whole thing. I'm not going to give you the whole steak. You just get some of the baked potato here. Oh, you're going to give it's us an a appetizer. baked potato. All right. You want to see my baked potato? No, thank you. Yeah, you do. Look down. It's my ball Mm-mm. sack. Mm-mm. All right, I got to go. Stop interrupting. All right, me. have a good one, game. All right, hey, if you see Enforcer, tell him he's trash. Bye. Well, I won't say that, but all right, bye. He's already off the phone. He's already off the phone. Man, he's a handful. He is a handful. He's got a lot going on, but he's very peppy these days and in a good mood. He you is know, in a good mood. I, I, would, I, I really don't want to hear him in a bad mood. No, you don't. No, absolutely. Especially, not. I don't I mean he's. Ooh, he takes just don't go around task him. as is. Imagine if he was grumpy. Just don't get get around him when like the enforcer's there, because ooh boy, he gets yeah. into a bad move. Yeah, bad mood. He's like, uh, who is this? what is his third man garbage? Going in Raw's Stephen Larson. It's like, geez, you sound like a YouTube comment right now, Triple H. Like maybe up, I dude. am. <laughs> I'm global influencer. There's uh, a comment from Cerebral Assassin one two three four. <laughs> suck at sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll see you tonight for SmackDown for Glory. Uh, watch along, and then tomorrow for the Extreme Rules. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.